I love how human nature forces us to fight. The biology department makes fun of the chemistry department. The computer science department makes fun of the math department. The radio people can't get along with the TV people. They, they love to fight. So in art, Pauline Cahill fought. This is like Ken Burns is fighting with Michael Jordan right now about what really is a documentary. She fought with Andrew Saris from The Village Voice, who I actually took a class with in college uh, with Andrew Saris, which was, I could tell you about that one day, because of his feeling about autorism, uh, however you spell that, that the director really is the key signature in the movie. And she fought against that. What's your take on it? It's interesting. I, I'd be curious to hear more of her thoughts on exactly why she doesn't feel like the filmmaker might be the driving force, because I tend to go to movies specifically for the filmmaker. When you mm-hmm. go to a Spike Lee movie, you know that you're in for a, a unique experience. You recognize those dolly shots. You recognize the camera filters, the music. It's got its own vibe to it that you either gravitate towards or you are re- repelled from i love filmmakers like sophia coppola francis Ford coppola paul thomas anderson damien chazelle christopher nolan ava duvernay ryan coogler these feel like events when you go and you're seeing the world through their eyes i get to i get to live in their brain for two hours it's a treat it's a joy and a privilege so i go oftentimes for the filmmaker because i want to see their perspective and how they approach a story that might have been told before in the past, you know, or, or might have been told, you know, uh, um, uh, a Guy Ritchie a take on Sherlock Holmes is going to be very different um, than a much more, you know, intimate telling of the story. So I love how filmmakers bring their own energy, their own creativity, their own problem solving. You were talking about the, um, the Godfather. Uh, Dr. Clapper. And here's a great, great little nugget from the from the Godfather. You know, the scene where Luca Brasi, who's played uh, uh, um, by Lenny Montana, he's having a, uh, he's, a he's having a conversation with uh, uh, with um, Vito Corleone, played by Marlon Brando. And he's nervous and he's stumbling his words. Well, that's because the, the actor, Lenny Montana, he was a pro wrestler and he hadn't really acted and he's acting opposite Marlon Brando. He's terrified <laughs> on set. He does a full day's worth of takes where Coppola looks at the footage, goes, this isn't usable. This is terrible. So he creatively comes up with another scene. There's a little pickup in the hallway where Luca Brasi's pacing and he's going over what he's about to say to Brando. Well, they shot that after the fact because it explains why he's so nervous in those scenes, right? It gives you a little... Mm. That's that's you in surgery thinking you're going to go in and replace somebody's hip. And then all of a sudden there's a polyp in there and you got to improvise. Right. Right. So I Ford Coppola's approach to that situation might've been much different than say David Fincher, who directed the social network and Zodiac and is notorious for doing 60 or 70 takes of a scene. He might've gone back to the studio and said, give me more money. We're going to make them do these scenes all over again. So a filmmaker does bring a different perspective and energy to their storytelling. And the movie, I think, is impacted as a result. Unbelievable. Rebecca, let's play soundbite number three from Pauline Cahill to answer Ben Lyon's question of, I wonder what she thinks about other critics. Here we go. 
Most people in any field don't do a very good job. That's true of <laughs> university professors. It's true even of janitors. Andrew and, Cyrus. Uh, you know, I think someone has said that 85% of the people in any field are incompetent. And I think that's <laughs> probably true of uh, criticism. But the other 15% are often quite marvelous, and it's amazing how hard they will work and how much they will care about what they're doing. Wow. What do you think of that? <laughs> I love how she's able to balance this kind of snooty intellectualism mixed with this just everyday simplicity um, and common sense. It's uh, a beautiful perspective. And, um, I, I, you know, I think I learned from my father the value of preparation and research, especially when you're conducting an interview, which is kind of mm-hmm. a separate part of the criticism profession. There's some critics mm-hmm. who think you should never do an interview while there's others who, like myself, you know, feels like it connects you deeper to the, to the films and to the mm-hmm. filmmaking process. Um, but I, I, as you know, in, in, in surgery, there are competent surgeons and there are extraordinary surgeons. And unfortunately, to find the extraordinary, that's what makes them extraordinary. They're too few and far between. Hmm. Ben, can you hang on the line? Because I got to ask you to teach us what the eyes don't see what the mind doesn't know. That's what Dr. Ranawat, my professor, taught me. We need to learn from you what to look for. We need to know the eyes don't see what the mind doesn't know from you. So can you hang on? I got another segment to talk to you. Dr. Clapper, it would be my honor. I will talk to you after the break. <laughs> All right, thank you. We'll pay some bills. Coming back with the great Ben Lyons. I'm having so much fun as I always do on the Weekend Warriors Show here on 710 ESPN.